Coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and give honest and fair reviews of the industry's hottest games. In episode 107, the Punchboarders do a quick recap of PPCon. We talk about some recent plays. We answer a question from the mailbag and then draft games that we used to love that maybe we've cooled on just a bit. Hey, everybody, I'm Clef. Hey, I'm Chad. Uh, I'm Richie. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm still beat. It was quite, <laughs> quite an experience. Oh, and I mean, for everybody who obviously got to join us for PPCon, I, I hope everybody had a great time. For anybody who didn't, I hope one day you guys get to come and experience it with us. I'll say right now, you were missed. You uh, were missed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh we Richie had this whole thing set up, ready to go for a live stream where everybody could have watched it around the world. And oh, I, I forget what happened, Richie. What what uh, happened to that? Well, I, I, <laughs> I, the problem was it was like two wrong. in the morning. <laughs> two in the morning. Too much single malt. Me running with no, nothing on but my aqua socks and just Were like disconnected. Yes, <laughs> and I disconnected everything. I'm so sorry. Uh. <laughs> Uh, that, you know, the first time running a con, there's a lot of things that you realize, um, that you just, you don't, I should say, you don't realize that you need to worry about and, and, uh, but we made it through. We did. And I think the punch punch was very forgiving too. So, yeah, but there were, I I thought it went pretty smooth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Most people said it seemed like more like a, uh, uh, hanging out with friends weekend as opposed to a con, which is obviously kind of Yeah. I mean, it felt like a family reunion. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard come up was family. And honestly, like all your extended family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say, honestly, like that's what keeps me doing this because of, uh, it, I mean, games are great and uh, there's, there, it itches, it scratches, scratches an itch in my brain, but like the family, the connection to people. And uh, that's what this felt like. Yeah. I, I almost, you know, most of the games are probably going to fade over time of what I played. But the experiences that I had there with people, that's what I'll remember forever. Yeah, I I, I even uh, texted our friend Steve over the Slack who I got to meet this weekend. And I said, hey, buddy, how you doing? I can still even see you uh, when I close my eyes. I still even see you holding your head in your hands. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) we got some good plays in together. Uh, That's awesome. Yes. Uh, so we got some games played though. So we got some stuff to talk about. Oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, so, so what was your final number of plays? Well, I got in 18 plays with 14 unique games and with 27 different players. Wow. Total. That's awesome. So, what about you? Chad? That's good. Uh, I got 16 plays in and I, I think I didn't look up players, but I got almost that much. I would say, uh, I tried to play with everybody from out of town for one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the people that I didn't play with from out of town, I taught or, and this was a nice thing. I got to sit and talk with him at supper, you know? Yeah. And that was a really nice experience. Like I loved that. I did love that. We all got up at once and we all had to have dinner. 
Like rather than, okay, let's try to push through this. It was right. nice. It was nice to get up and, and walk across the lawn in the beautiful weather and uh, and socialize. And so. Yes, I will say, though, the, the breakfast crew got smaller and smaller each day. <laughs> well, uh, yes. I was there for every breakfast right when it opened. And the last day was, I think Pretty it was like four or five of us. I, I did not make it to breakfast on the last day. I oh, was, man. I was done. I was like, I cannot. I, uh, I played times up till like, you know, three in the morning or something yeah. the night before. And I was like, yeah, I, I need some sleep. <laughs> yeah. I missed the uh, breakfast after 1817. Oh. So I will say, um, I got in 20 plays nice. uh, now that little bit of pre PP con, because I start, you know, uh, Tim and Ben and Chad all yeah. came in a little bit early. So we got in right away and started playing. And then I even got a little post pre P con, uh, because Chad and Ben uh, were and we're still here, so we got a couple more games. Yeah, so I ended up nice. getting in twenty games over the time. Um, something like probably close to twenty different players. I mean, it was mm. great getting to play with so many different people. So awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I can't just speak highly enough of how amazing it was and how the Punch Bunch just made it such a great time. Really, that is it. I mean, honestly, uh, you had said it. We have heard it time and again. Uh, people said this felt like playing with friends and family. It felt like a, a huge, huge game day, uh, which is great, which that that's, I think that's the feel we're going for. And like I said, anybody that was there, punch, punch, you made it the con that it was. I mean, yes, we did, you know, a lot of planning. Clef and Michelle were great, but you made it the vibe that it was. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Now, did we have, I mean, did you feel like we had any, I don't know, Awkward guests that were there this weekend, Chad? <laughs> well, maybe a few. Yeah? No, yeah. Well, I... Okay, so, Richie, I think you played... You didn't yeah. play in my game, but we played play awkward game, guests, play. right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, there was a game you played. Yes, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I'm always <laughs> awkward, but... Uh, no, uh, this is a deduction game. It's basically like... And I know this gets used too much. It's Clue on steroids, though. I mean, there is a... It's Clue. You're trying to figure out uh, how somebody was murdered... And by whom, basically, and how they got there, essentially. Uh, so you've got this map, this dry erase map, kind of, which is nice. Uh, and you're trying to kind of scribble out information. Uh, you can either do it with pen or with a map, but you're trying to scribble out information as you get it, just like Clue. So you have a, a certain number of cards, and then you get to pass information to other players. So if it's the active player's turn, they say, uh, I want to know about the living room and maybe another room or another mm -hmm. character that could be involved. And they okay. place the, the chits on these things. And then people turn in information about those things that they have on their cards, okay? And their, their cards have a one, two, or three on them based on how important their information is. And then they're adding this up and they're putting it forward. So they're going to exchange information with the active player. And then the active player hopefully has enough information in those uh, forms to exchange back. So like if you have three uh, information coming towards me and Richie has two information coming towards me, hopefully I have a five uh, to kind of change around and exchange with both of you so that I can get your information. And then we exchange information and we kind of mark it down on our sheet and then we've seen things. The key though is you can pass stuff uh, you can pass stuff to players that they've already seen too. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the rub there. But basically you're going back and forth until you go through a full round. And my round uh, was six players. So, and then people get to start guessing. Um, you can do this with an app. 
And then with an app, it'll just basically tell you if you're right or wrong, and you can keep playing. But if you play with the booklet, the instruction booklet, you have to see the answer. So you're out if you guess wrong. So you want to make sure that you're that you're on. But uh, I, I was horrible. I was really bad. I had no clue. I, I It was towards the end of the con. So I was walking away and doing different stuff and saying bye to people. So I didn't even get all the rules. But... Uh, Missy, of course, your wife, mm-hmm. as as would be expected, was great at it. Uh, she's already told me I must purchase the game. Right. So she, oh, yeah. she enjoyed it. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, if you do, if you have anybody in your life that likes Clue, but, you know, it's kind of like, oh, this is limited. Th- this is the game. You know, you, you can get a group together and really... You know, now you want higher player count, though, right? I really think that that's yeah, where it's at, so, right? Yeah. So we, you get to exchange information. Yeah. yeah. So okay. that that is that's where it was at for us too. And then our man from Cali, Tim Alvarez, he nailed it. You know, he had kind of sussed it out, and it was great because it was Nathan Fort's game, and he he kind of uh, he kind of was picking and choosing because you can like if you if you present me with information, Clef, and I think. Eh, I'm not going to trade with you. I'll trade with this person over here or I don't have enough. So I'm going to save it for these people over here. He kind of alienated some people up front. And so (laughs) nobody wanted to trade with him after that. (laughs) So it was, it was interesting. Uh, So he was complaining about that, but Tim, Tim got, got the info and he was, he was being kind of a politician about it. And so he managed to, uh, to figure it out. I was totally in the dark. Missy was very close. Well, considering uh, your brain might've been fried by that point, but, Oh gosh. Uh, Tim, after playing that game, still came back to my house and played a coin game later that night. So he was he was good to go. He's a, he's a phenomenon. Well, he got to play go. uh, Falling Sky, and that, I know that that really energized him. He uh, wanted to keep playing more coin games. Yeah, he, he has caught the bug, and as well as he should, because it is yeah. amazing. So uh, real quick, I did want to throw out a quick uh, Nate and Melissa Fort. They brought our shelving for yes, us. They and, did. Oh, that was great. Know, yeah. Anybody who helped out this weekend, I hope I don't miss anybody, but that was uh, was amazing. We so, were so thankful. Yeah. Uh, everybody, it was, it was a group effort. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, so, Richie, what'd you, what was your kind of game from the con that was new to you? Well, I got to play Scout. Oh, okay. Uh, Tony <sighs> uh, Tony Lawhorn taught me. Okay. Yes. And it's a little card game. And this, this card game, like I threw in my basket maybe like a few months ago just to get the free shipping, uh-huh. threw it on the shelf, just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And then it got nominated here recently for uh, the Spiel des Jahres. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I, was, I wanted to try it out, and Tony had it there. And so he, he taught uh, Josh and I. And in this game, uh, so you have a deck of 45 cards. I think you take out some depending on the player count, but you'll distribute that deck evenly. And then when you pick up your hand, you it's just like Bonanza where you cannot move the cards around. Oh, okay. And you have a choice. You can Because the way that the cards are set up is that at the top of the card, it has a number, and at the bottom of the card, it has a different number. And so you get to choose what orientation you want your deck in. And it's a, it's a ladder climbing game, so you're trying to shed all of your cards and get rid of them and go out. Uh, to avoid or to uh, take points, basically. And when you say ladder climbing game, what's another uh, example of this? Um, Haggis, uh, Chimera would be another one. Teach you those are like mm. ladder climbing. Oh, games. Okay, yeah. this is there you go. definitely simpler than any of those other ones. Sure, but uh, on your turn, you can either uh, play a combo, or you can do what is called scout. Uh, but playing the combo is just playing out a card. And in this game, you can play matching numbers or you can play consecutive uh, runs. So you can even do a run of two. Uh, when you And matching numbers are always stronger than runs. So if you had a run of two, so if someone, and obviously you're taking this out of your hand as it is. 
So whatever setup that you have in your hand is what you're going to be playing. And then obviously you're trying to play out cards so that your hand comes closer together and you get better runs so that you can potentially get it. Because if it comes back around to you and no one's beat what you put out there, you're done. That hand's over. You get to discard the rest of your hand. And then any cards that you've taken and any, uh, they have these little tokens in the middle that you've taken are positive points. Everyone else, all the cards in their hand are negative points. So you want to be the first to go out and you're trying to get those large runs played. But once you learn the rules and you play it, like it feels like a, like an old school card game. It feels like a game that's been around for a long time. Really quick to play, really easy to play. Uh, but the like I said, when you play that combo down, then it's going to go to the next person. They have to beat that combo or they can scout. And when you scout, you can take a card from either end. And when you take that card, you can then turn it whatever orientation you want and you can put it anywhere in your hand. Oh, I'm really looking forward to playing this. Okay. okay yeah. And so sometimes even if you could beat that combo, sometimes it's better for you just to ah, scout. scout. Okay. But mm. anytime you scout, you give them a point. Got so it. they get a little, they have these little cardboard tokens that sure. are like dollar bills in the middle and they get that point. So anytime someone scouts off you, you get a point for it. But obviously, you know, it's possible that they're making a gigantic hand and they're about to go out on you. Sure. As a result. Uh, so, I mean, that's the game. You're, you're going around. Um, you do have a token that allows you to scout and play in the same turn. Uh, so that can be powerful if you use it at the right time. But you only get to do that once per uh, round. And you play a number of rounds equal to the number of players at the table. Uh, so it, it's possible to get caught and not be able to use your scout and play, which you don't want to have happen. But, uh, yeah, it's a solid little card game. I understand why I got nominated. And it's one of those that I would recommend anyone pick up. Where does this sit in the pantheon of Oink games? It's definitely one of the better ones. I, I have not been playing many Oink games lately. So for me, it's probably my favorite. I haven't played Insider. I've played just the uh, whatever the werewolf version of that. Werewords. Yeah. I played that, mm -hmm. uh, which, I mean, maybe if I played Insider, that would be up there with it. But you know me. I like card games, so this would probably be my favorite. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a Richie game. Because uh, there's uh, the, the Deep Sea one or whatever. The, yeah, Deep Sea Adventure. And Artist in New York. An artist, fake Artist yeah. in New York. Yeah, so, okay. This is one my wife played and she loved and told me to buy it too. So right? I, yeah. my wife played more games new to her that she told me to buy <laughs> than, you know, that I even. Well, we should so. talk about that for a second. Cause so. I just want to bring up the fact that, uh, you know, uh, she taught me and she taught a whole bunch of people actually. Well, a she Garento, taught me too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Garento game, right? Yeah. She uh, was going crazy over this. She game. was right. And she was just, she loved that game. And this is from grand gamers guild. And, uh, I, I, she started teaching me and then she told me that, that she taught it to, uh, Jessica and Richie yeah. when they played it. And, uh, I, I came up to you guys and said, Hey, Hey, you remember this game that I, I came up to you and I said, uh, you know what? Um, no, you guys should not. look at this. Uh, the publisher wants us to look at this game. And you guys were like, nah, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, to be fair, we both bought a copy because our wives told us to buy yeah. it. <laughs> we would have been. I played it and said, it's fine. It's good. It's okay. And I yeah, mean, I don't. It's a solid little abstract, it was, but it it's a not. Little, I would not have thought anything more about it if my wife didn't want me to get it. And Missy was. So. I mean, she was. She really likes it. She really likes it. I'm going to tell you one thing, though, guys. When you see your wife at a table with, you know, complete other different people, and you're not even there, and she's teaching a game, 
That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's it is, hot. It is very hot. It is. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, yep. Yep. Uh, just not what I expected to see. <laughs> right. And she was she going was totally around everybody it. teaching that. Yeah. 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 So. That's great. You know what, though? I, I would say if you're looking for a weeknight game, y'all like Abstracts, uh, Garento, which is a stacking tile game, uh, is, 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 a, is a good game. Yeah. You're basically trying to achieve these objectives out on the board and stacking in different ways based on the colors. It's a it's not a, a deep game as far as rules are concerned, but it's a nice weeknight game yeah. with couples. Yeah. Uh, Jessica absolutely crushed us. Uh, she did very... She's, she, she loves abstracts. She is, yep. so, she's yeah. very good. I, I could see that. And uh, had a nice first player marker. I don't know if that's yeah, a Kickstarter I version that, or maybe. Yeah, I don't know what version we deluxe. are I getting. Even, I, I have no yeah. I, I just ordered it off a of miniature market. You guys were just quick to so. do it. When well, you're told to we do were, it, you yeah, did it. Yeah, I'm told it, to buy a game by my wife. It, I, exactly. I mean, okay. I just do yeah. it. Yep, exactly. Yep. Wow. Okay. All right. I've done the same thing. Uh, well, speaking of uh, Tony uh, Lawhorn, who taught you Scout, he right. also taught me a game that was pretty popular amongst everybody there this weekend was First Rat. That's uh, right. That's I, got never got, I never got a chance to play it this weekend. Tony was supposed to teach me. but uh, Yeah, I specifically, I mean, I I think I had a chance to play a coin game. I had a chance to play a couple of other things. And I said, nope, I'm waiting to learn First Rat. Right. Might have been a mistake. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, this is from one of our Italian designers that yes. we really like. That's why you wanted to play it. Uh, now, did yeah. you did Where you we... know it was a family weight game before you pass up coin for it? Uh, I did. I think okay. so. You know, I'm I, now in in all seriousness. You know, yes, it may not have been my cup of tea, but I think this was a fun game, and sure. I, th- I think a lot of people, a lot of people liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was a, a girl, Brandy, was there, um, yes. and she had played it once and came and played with us. And I mean, I just, her eyes were just lit up while she was playing this right. and just having a great time. Um, I played it five player. Cause I also played with uh, Joe Freustad and then Brian and then uh, me and Tony and her. And you could tell right away though, people that had played it versus the people who had not <laughs> played it yet. And uh, you know, Tony and Brandy just, woo, they were flying. Uh, Brian was doing a little bit better. And then Joe was doing a little bit. I was lost. I don't know if it's sometimes if it's not complicated enough, I don't understand. Okay, let me tell you about this game. Uh, did you sleep so, through the rules? I did not. That okay. might be my problem. Maybe I should. The, okay, so literally this board is just a bunch of spaces. Imagine can a Candyland board, okay? That just has, you know, things on these spaces. It's even got like ladders and stuff or tunnels that you can go up and skip areas or whatever, but and, and on them, they'll either have cheese or they'll have different, uh, what I'll just call ingredients, um, that you're, cause you're trying to build a spaceship to get to the moon because of course the moon is made out of cheese and the rats are trying to get to the moon. Um, but it will have like ingredients or it will have these light bulbs or it will have these apple cores and you start off with two rats and you can either move one of your rats up to five spaces or you can move two of your rats one to three spaces, but they have to land on the same, you know, type of action spot. So either both on light bulbs or both on, you know, cheese or or whatever type of thing to be able to do that. And then you get to double whatever, you know, you'd get both of those spaces. So you're obviously trying to get as many times as you can. You're trying to get your rats to move up at the same time so you can get more stuff. But then there's ways as you go up that you can go and steal things but when you steal, you go all the way back to the beginning. 
Well, there's these light bulbs. This light bulb moves along and then actions you take that are before the light bulb also double whatever you get or get you an extra one or something like that. So you're trying to, at the beginning of the game, maybe trying to get that light bulb up, trying to get your rats moving and then steal these. Like, And they had special powers and different things like that that you could get. Uh, let's just say I was just bad at it, I think. I just, <laughs> oh, every time that I tried and I'd be like, okay, and then I would, I don't know, I'd screw it up or something, I don't know. You had to pay a cheese to every time you went to somebody, a space that somebody was at. Like if there was two rats there, you had to pay cheese to both players. So every time I'd be like, oh, I got a really good move. And then I'd be like, okay, I don't have enough cheese to pay people to do this move. <laughs> uh, I was, yeah, I was, I mean, like my last two turns of the, of the thing, uh, Tony was like, here, let me just tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> uh, it's a very nice production. It was very cute. It just is not, you know, it's just not enough meat on the bones for me to really, you know, want to explore it or whatever. But I think this is, for a lot of people, I think this would be a really nice medium light game is what, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Ark Nova might be a little bit lighter, but I was like, you're going to skew, you're going to skew everybody for that. This is is way later, lighter than Ark Nova. I mean, this is a really, you know, a lighter game. Uh, but I, I mean, I would recommend it to most people who like that, uh, you know, a lighter type of game. I think well, okay. enjoy and our friend Joe Farrell, who loves rats and owns, you know, rats as pets. He got this game because, you know, just the theme. So if that's your thing too. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think everybody else, I think really liked the game yeah. that played it that mm-hmm. weekend. You know, I mean, like I was one of the very few that it was just like a, uh, you know, an okay game too. So, but yeah, so that's first rat. No idea who the publisher or the designer is. It's well, Virginio Gili is one of the designers, which is Italian. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. There you go. Thank there you go. And Richie, by the way, I just want to say thank you. Um, you let uh, my son and I borrow the Reckoners, oh, yeah, which yeah, yeah. is, yeah, from Navu Games. Uh, the, uh, the designers are Seth Van Orden and Brett Sobel, both gentlemen who did one of our favorite stockpile. But mm-hmm. they took an IP that my son loves. The Reckoners is, you know, I think the first uh, book in the series is Steelheart. And uh, this is, I mean, my son got back into reading from these books. It, it really re-energized him. And so when I told him there was a game about it, he wanted to play it. And we, we did enjoy this game. Uh, it is a cooperative game where you're trying to basically beat Steelheart and you're trying to beat the, the other bads. This, this story, this IP is about superheroes being bad guys and the regular guys being the good guys and they're having to study and take down the weakness you know take down the the bad the bad guys based on their weaknesses so it is essentially dice rolling with a yahtzee mechanism uh you have three chances to re-roll your die and you can get other kinds of die which specialize in certain things. You want to research so you can find out the weaknesses. You want to be aggressive so you can kind of hit them. You want to also do stuff where you can bring down their abilities or narrow their abilities because each turn they're going to be able to do stuff. And you want to kind of help uh, victims and prevent them from spawning their special police. So essentially you're just basically going to be doing that until you can afford to take down Steelheart, which is the big baddie. He's kind of like a, a bad Superman. Um, but you're moving around to certain locations that each one has a 
a bad superhero there or a villain or whatever you want to call it. Um, and you are trying to kind of mitigate that superhero's abilities and also prevent the police from proliferating as well there because it's kind of like a pandemic thing where they can grow and move to certain sides. And even as you defeat certain supervillains, other ones will spawn in their place with different abilities and all that kind of stuff. Uh, honestly, it is pretty basic. Uh, you're just using those die to do the things you need to do and mitigate damages and kind of work together. You can spend die together and, and do certain things. And everybody is a different character from the books. Uh, a, a regular person, obviously, that has different abilities, whether you're a sniper or you specialize in research or whatever you do. Um, they're all very thematic. But I would just say, you know, you really have to have a love for the source material. If you don't, it feels like a lot of games that you've played of this ilk. Um, now, the production is amazing. Amazing. Uh, everything has its own special game tray. The dice are beautiful. They're um, laser printed, I believe. You've got all these different minis. Um, everything fits in its own tray. Everything is beautiful. It's, it's a very, very, very nice production. So honestly... If you are into the Reckoners or somebody you know is into the Reckoners, it's worth checking out because I think they will get into it. They will love the story that is told. They'll love seeing the the supervillains that come out and how you can beat them. Um, so I, I would say, and and my son really did, he did enjoy it. The, the thing is, we probably won't get it because honestly, we have so many games and, you know, there are other games that get played at our house. But I would say that if you're really into it, you should definitely check out this game because it is a love letter to the source material. And that's what it does best. Did you guys win? We did just nice. barely, just barely. And we were playing it on a fairly easy level, but we did just barely. Yeah, we Spe played it on whatever the normal level is. And I'm just, I mean, I'm not good at co-ops because I don't really like working with people in board Ooh. games. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but we lost pretty pretty badly right <laughs> but yeah it's it's not it's not easy if you play it the right way so it's it's definitely mm -hmm. tough speaking of not working well with others richie i heard that uh you guys got in an epic game of well I, i'm sad that i missed it but i've heard we've converted clef to it being one of his one of his top games i think uh right? a top experience at least and uh, i'm glad because He's coming around. I think so. We we played Dune. Yeah. And it was, it may be a top 10 game experience. Not just, I mean, it's definitely my my best game of Dune I've played. Yes. But it, it's reaching up to like top 10 experience in gaming for me. Uh, I mean. I love it. I would I would honestly say right now it's got to be one of my top three experiences. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, jealous. Uh, yeah, we got to play Dune. And now I had played this three times before this. Mm-hmm. And games ended in round two in the first two games. And then the third game I played ended in round three. And I was like, okay, this game, I see it being something really good, but right. it just wasn't quite hitting the mark perfectly. We'll th throw that all out the window. Yeah. I well, mean, we so, threw okay. in the advanced rules for we, the first time. Okay, we did. Made a big difference. With everyone at the table. And we yep. even threw in a couple, because uh, I brought along, because I knew Jake didn't have the latest expansion that just came out that uh, uh, added the... 
the Richies and the Chome. The the, oh, the, the Chome, Chome yeah. and, the, and the Richies, yeah. Which Richie wouldn't play the Richies. So Mason <laughs> played the Richies. that's the way it's pronounced. <laughs> that, okay. That's how I was pronouncing it. <laughs> yeah, Mason took it. And I didn't realize it was Mason's first game. I had thought no. Mason, and I actually kind of feel bad for Mason because his next game, I don't know how it's going to compare. <laughs> it can't. Yeah, there's I don't no know. way it can compare. Uh, let's just say, so... Well, the game almost ended in round three. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Uh, <laughs> it was close, uh, but we went nine rounds. Nine rounds. That's perfect. And we played starting at like, what, three o'clock on Saturday afternoon <laughs> yes. until about nine when o'clock. I, when I we all broke it. for dinner. <laughs> yes. We did break for dinner. Yeah. And there were a few team meetings that me and Mason had uh-huh. to have. And that resulted in us only allowing one team meeting per round. Yeah, we had to make a rule because Richie and Mason go out to have a meeting out in the hallway. And then they come back in and like a minute later, Richie's like, hold on, Mason, let's go back out there. And then they came and we're like, okay, from now on, one one meeting per round out in the hallway. You know why that started, right? That's from the Fort Com play where Richie yelled at me because he said, that was about to be private. <laughs> well, uh, Anyways, I, I mean, I don't even know how to, it's, it's one of those things, obviously yeah, you being be there, there was the, the thing, but I didn't, I mean, I laughed, I yelled, I, I, cheered, I, I cried I, at one point because you, your, son, yeah. <laughs> your son, <laughs> so it, in this game, in the advanced game, you have to pay for your troops. That was like one of the big differences. And yes. that makes a huge to, difference to, in the game fight. because the yeah. win condition yeah. is have three strongholds out of the four. Correct. Uh, Between yes. the two if of you, yourself. if you're a teammate, yeah. four of them, if four you're a team, okay. yeah. um, so that was, that's one of the biggest things. And that made a huge difference to the game, especially battles. Resolving battles yeah. was way more interesting Yes, because you didn't know one, how much spice they had. Right. And if they could afford to even power up all of them, otherwise all of the troops are half power, except for Jake's Jake, who was the Fremen. Right, he got to be full power. No which that what. made that faction way more powerful than it uh, is. Yeah, in the that's game. huge. Yeah, that. no wonder yeah. Josh he never had was to pay so for pissed it. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his were always at full strength. Right, but in the fifth round, Mason had a card. <laughs> that we determined that we could win the game that round. That's why we had to have three team meetings. <laughs> and he had a card that said, basically, it who, when the battle plans are revealed, whoever dialed in the least amount of warriors or fighters uh-huh. won the battle. Right. And which is completely different, obviously, than you know what it is. But so, <laughs> so we went out and I had one of his traders. I had his trader card, so I had so I told him I was like, "This leader is safe. Right. You know that." Mm-hmm. Now the bad thing is that he was involved in two battles that round, and sure. we needed to win both of them. Right. So we finally he finally goes into the battle with Clef, <laughs> and Clef was the I, I don't remember how to say their name, but he was the race that basically runs the Talaxu tanks. tanks. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and so he has what these face dancers. <laughs> That's, and this so is wrong. that's exactly what they're called. So they're called face dancers. <laughs> and he gets, would you get three of them at the beginning of the game? Three of them at the beginning of the game. Yep. Yeah. And when I don't he, get traders. I get, he doesn't get traders. Yes. Yep. He just gets face dancers. <laughs> so Mason, we've had this plan. We're so pumped. We're going to win the game in round five. And Mason reveals his battle plan. And then he starts talking about the card. And when I saw Clef's face, because Clef wasn't upset, <laughs> Clef is just nodding along with him, just waiting for him to stop talking. And Mason's just 
just going off about this card and uh, how great it is. And, yep, and everything. And then when he finishes, Clef's like, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, you, you talk about your face dancers. Uh, so when I, if they used a hero that I had as one of my cards that I could use them as a face dancer, <laughs> if they Second won the battle, if they won the battle, at the end of it, I basically just took their, whatever troops they had left there, they was got removed, and I got to put my troops there. I've replaced them. Wow. And so he had dialed zero because he had that card that yeah, allowed yeah, him to right. win that way. Yeah. So he just took over that stronghold at full force. <laughs> full force. Oh, man. <laughs> that was the first time I danced in that game. That was, yeah. <laughs> you danced and the face person danced. Yes. All right. Nice. And, uh, and this really, I mean, Mason became unhinged at that point. <laughs> Here's a, okay, we'll tell two more stories in yes, this game. So We'll move on but this was and i didn't even i wasn't even there for it and it was no. still one of the funniest things because i just got told it. <laughs> mason then was like kind of pissed off he or whatever real right? pissed. and jake he, he put out a card or something and i jake had like a few troops left in like one yeah like, they're area in a they desert store area or, whatever. or something and Mason basically goes, well, I got a storm card and I can kill those three and this people. this is yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> ben and Jake are resolving a battle. Mason has nothing to do with it. There's nothing that Jake could even do about moving those people. And he's the Fremen. They don't even get damaged by the storm that badly. Like, it, it did not matter. And Mason's just like, I'm going to kill those in the <laughs> <Yeah>. storm. <laughs> and his hair was all messed up. And that's when I, like, it was just a sign of weakness. As his allied partner, he really just showed us as weak in that moment. And I was like, I, I got to dump him at so, the next so, nexus. But however, so the next thing, there's a point where it comes up where all of our alliances got broken. And so a new card came up to do new alliances. And Richie comes to me and goes, Clef, what do you think here? Maybe me and you. And of course, at this point, I was like, Richie, yeah, you nothing and Jake on the board. were locked in. Me and Jake were good. You know, I, I still like, had a stronghold. Okay. I think I talked to Brian first. Okay. Because I did. wanted Brian to dump Ben. Because yeah. I think me and the Emperor could have done something. Okay. So then he comes to me and I say no. So then, so Jake and I pair up again and Ben and, and Brian pair up again. And so now Richie goes, Mason, ignore all that stuff that you just saw over there. Me and you were still together. Mason's like, no. Like, throws his card back at him. Uh, and then the game ended, and once again, I was playing. I had we Jake and I had to win two strongholds in this round, and I went up against Brian, and I had a face dancer that screwed Brian because he won the battle, and I was able to uh, you know, get troops in there and take over it. And then Jake, on the last battle versus Ben, had a trader card to stop, you know, whatever Ben had didn't matter. And then we won you the game. Won and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, was good. It was man amazing. It was one of the best gaming experiences it ever sounds, in my life. Yeah. So Mace, Mason and I, we, we teamed back up in the, in yes, that final to, round so just, to, just to lose together. <laughs> we went down together. <laughs> I almost like, I want to have just a local blues band called Clef and the Face Dancers. I just, <laughs> hey, it sounds I good. Mean, I'm going to be sad. I mean, next time I play, I'm not going to be them again, you know, because I want to try something <laughs> right, right, but right. I'll be a little sad because that was so no, much fun. It was great. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, and Brian, Brian stopped me from getting 50 spice over the, oh, the course of the game. Oh, he screwed you so Because you guys could have used that that round. Oh, also, yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was... Uh, uh, just, but it was great, though. If, it was great. If you, I mean, would you, you would say this, Richie, if you like Cosmic Encounter and mm. you want more of a game that has a similar, like, kind of stuff yeah, going I can on, see that. this is kind of that, I would yeah. say, you know, because you're. But you, I mean, you do have to like negotiation. I think you definitely yeah. have to have the right group, too. Yeah. I mean, everyone at that table, 
is was, willing to get into that game. It was perfect. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep. So, yeah, you, you definitely have to have the right group for yeah, it to work. I would agree. Nice. It was amazing. Sounds like a great play. Oh, all right. Oh, well, hey, Richie, yeah. I think we got a mailbag question. Oh, Ooh. do we? Yeah, Ooh. this comes to us from our Instagram here. Check this out. Hey, Punch Bunch. Are you tired of having all your resources and chits all over the table? Well, do I have a solution for you? Magnetic hex trays from 3D Bitspace. They will keep your table organized and be a huge space saver. So head on over to 3D Bitspace at Etsy.com and order yours today. And if you mention Punchboard Paradise, you're going to get a free hex tray. You know, there's so many games. I walk into the store and I'm just, I'm like, I, I'm overwhelmed. And then they're just kind of stacks on stacks. It's kind of a mess. I, hey, I I'm going to tell you what to do. What? All right. You should go to Hobby Town in Lincoln, Nebraska. You know why? Why? Because they have a great staff there that's going to help you pick out a game. So they'll help me choose a game that's right for me and my family? Absolutely. You go in there, you kind of tell them maybe what you're interested in. All their staff is very well knowledgeable about games and they can pick out different ones. They can make suggestions. And you know what? If they don't have it, you know what they'll do? What? They will order it for you and get it and it doesn't cost you any shipping. That's big in today's world. You got two locations in, in Lincoln, Nebraska that you can go and go get all that great help from their great staff. All right, fellas, we got a question from Neil Bearclaw. I was wondering if I could ask for some advice from you in regards to the next game I'm going to buy. My wife and I enjoy board games like Great Western Trail, Quacks of Quedlinburg, Patchwork, and Seven Wonders Duel. I have a group of friends I play with to make four in total, and we have a D&D &D campaign, which is great. When we're not playing that, we're playing board games like the ones mentioned before and A Feast for Odin. I was wondering if you'd be able to suggest some games that you guys love, which you think would suit me. In terms of theme, I like fantasy and something with great art like Great Western Trail or Quacks. It's uh, mm. a great question, Neil. Um, I don't know if I would say Great Western. It depends on what version of Great Western Trails you're talking about there, Neil. <laughs> and I don't know if I agree with Quacks as great art. I mean, look at the box cover of the original Great Western Trail. That is some great artwork. <laughs> oh, I totally goodness agree with you, gracious. <laughs> You know, fantasy, that's a little, that's tough for us. So we don't play a lot of fantasy. I mean, I can think of a couple of science fiction-y type of things, like Anachrony, I think, would be a really, I mean, if there, he's yeah, liking yeah. Great, great Western Trail. I think he also mentioned uh, Feast for Odin. Yeah. Uh, certainly, I mean, uh, art-wise, I mean, it's got beautiful art. It's got the, you know, the minis in it that you can play with. I mean, it's... Uh, you have to play with, yeah. So that, uh, <laughs> all right, fine, that you have to play with. Um, I think that's a good choice. Good Mind Clash. Yeah, you know, I mean, they've, mm -hmm. they've got some great games. They're very thematic, so, Mind Clashes, and they yeah. definitely do heavy stuff. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, and it's kind of more, it's kind of a fantasy world in the fact that, you know, you're doing time travel and trying to keep these races floating. I mean, I, I think, I'm, I'm assuming maybe he means more fantasy as in, you know, Dungeons and Dragons type of fantasy. Probably, but, which yeah. um, I'm thinking Terra Mystica. Because okay. Terra Mystica, okay. in my opinion, kind of has almost the same art as quacks okay but yeah it's a, it's yeah, a nice true. heavy euro and uh -huh. with that fantasy theme even though it's painted on but it's there no so. but you could say like i am the trolls or yeah. i am the giants yeah. or the witches or whatever you know I yeah mean, yeah which and, if you play D D, you gotta you gotta add a little sure. extra in there anyway so. yeah and i also I, I saw that uh capstone's got a 
new, a little bit maybe more simplified version called Terra Nova. Yes, oh, okay. coming out. Yeah, yeah that's going to come it's out. Uh, I think. Yep, Probably right around Essen. It's oh, it looks like cool. so that might be kind of the the way in for people that feel because I know when I first tried Terra Mystica, it was a little bit like I was frustrated and it was a little bit yep. over my head. Oh yeah. So. But uh, but yeah, I think that's a good heavy game. I will mention this, and I, I don't know if it's heavy, but it, it, I, I guess I'd call it medium with the expansions in, um, and it, and it fits that feast for Odin vibe, the Vikings. Uh, I would say Champions of Midgard because if you're into D and D, you like dice rolling, right? Ah, good call. And so you like killing the big bad and stuff. And then, but I'm gonna say Champions of Midgard with the Valhalla expansion because then when you when you die, you have some place to put your dice rather than just kind of feeling bad that you that you didn't roll very good. So mm-hmm. it's very important that you have that Valhalla expansion. But uh, there's a Champions of Midgard Essential Edition which comes with both of the. Uh, both of the expansions put in um, and Valhalla is one of those. So if you get that, you'll be set. And I honestly think that uh, you'll get your D&D buddies to play because they'll like to roll the dice and they'll like to kill the the Draugers and stuff like that. So uh, if you do like it, it does have a very nice play map. Yes, That's gigantic. absolutely. And well, what about Merlin? That's fantasy. I've got yeah. a big box I could sell you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that, but I was like, oh, that's a Stefan Feld. That's not yeah. very thematic. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, you, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think Missy's going to let you sell that, do you? So, uh, well, I'm, I don't know. I told her, hey, she wanted me to buy three new games after this week. Yeah, and I got you know, to get some money to buy and pay for them. <laughs> By the way, I will say, if you're playing like a two-player or team, which you can play at four, um, Finn and I just tried the uh, unmatched Marvel uh, Redemption Road, and uh, that is that's thematic for sure. Now it's a quicker it's a quicker game, but you know after after a night of D and D to settle down with a beer or something and play that, I think it's fun. My son loves Moon Knight now. He's huge into Moon Knight and playing Moon Knight against uh, who do we do? I think it was Moon Knight and uh, Luke Cage, and he slaughtered me. It was great. Uh, so that's a that's cool. a good one to look into too. Very good. Is it time for a draft yet? I think it's time to draft. I think it's time to draft. Let's Woo! Boom. All right, Richie, tell everybody how we draft here on Punchboard Paradise. So on Punchboard Paradise, we like unique lists. That's why we draft. So we're going to do a serpentine draft, which all that means is if you draft last in the first round, you're going to draft first in the second round. We're going to roll off to see who is picking. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Who wait, doesn't wait, get the roll? Someone doesn't yeah. get the roll. Someone oh, doesn't yeah, get the roll. Right. All right. Shoot. Look it up, Bluff. That's probably me. Gosh, dang it. Checking. Here are the results for the best games to play at a con. All right. Which, boy, sometimes we need to listen to ourselves and not do things like try to teach Food Chain Magnate at a con like Richie tried to do this <laughs> After three hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, boy. Uh, uh, I heard you, by the way, yelling at Josh like, well, you're just going to have to up your game about <laughs> Like Josh was like, I don't know. <laughs> I did get tired at one point. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the thing about Food Chain is it's not only, I mean, it's a lot of overhead to start with, but then oh, you have then to you keep. Gotta, you got to play everyone's game. Yeah, yes, for it's them. so hard. Yeah, right. to then be playing theirs yep. and yours at the same time. But uh, so in first place, we'll just start with first place here. With forty-five uh, percent was me. That'd be Clef. Uh, I had Skull King, Twilight Imperium, <laughs> Age of Steam, and Ship Shape. 
that ship shape was probably not a very good one in there, but that's right. okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and then coming in second with 12 votes, third place was 11 votes. Ooh. Richie comes in second. Gosh. You know, that's Wesley oh, uh, then. One he always waits vote. till there's one vote. And <laughs> no, then and votes. Then he, <laughs> yeah, I can respect that. Uh, I can respect that. Yeah, oh, Richie had times up, which by the way, we played times up on Saturday night at the con. Mm. Uh, did you did you guys ever go in the room that had the big circle table in yeah, it? Yeah, with a nice board. It was yeah, like, it was like a, board a board room. room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't It was awesome. There. We played times up in there. It was a lot of fun. Uh, he had Cosmic Encounter, which did get played yeah. this weekend. Yeah. And then Panic on Wall Street. And then you had uh, Sidereal. Sidereal Confluence. Which also got played so, this weekend. Yeah. So oh, now man. I, this means <laughs> so, yeah, I lost. So you don't get to roll. Get to roll. Yeah, yep. so okay. Just, just Richie and Here I. Here we go. Six. Yeah, it's not looking good. Oh, nine. All right. <laughs> okay. So what we are drafting is games that you have either liked a lot or loved at one point that you've cooled on. Doesn't mean that you dislike the game now. Just maybe it was a game that you used to play a lot that now you're just like, you know, I just don't see it coming off the shelf anymore. Uh, you know, it, it's just dropped on your list. Maybe it's something used to be in a top 10 or a top 20, maybe. Maybe it used to be a former number one, and now it's nowhere close to number one. You know, something like that. Right. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to start, and then, well, we'll just, yeah, just Richie, and then Chad, has, you know, he, he gets the punishment of having to go lost, which really <laughs> seems like almost... If we were doing this correctly, it really should, Chad should get to go first since he lost, but we don't like to play those type of nice things. Right <laughs> sure. Is okay. it catch-up mechanism? It is a catch-up mechanism. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know how people are going to vote on this one anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I'm we'll really see. confused. Like, are you going like, to say, I love that game, so are you vote, You know, are you not, are you not going to vote for that person because right. you love that game? I don't know. So, Well, I'm going to come right out of the gates, and I know this one will probably be on Richie's list. I don't know about Chad's, but... Uh, my number one, and once again, I am going to really hammer in. I still enjoy these games that I'm about to talk about. They've just cooled for me. And I think the reason this one cooled is, you know, I don't want to say lack of an expansion because it had an expansion to start with, but I think I just played it so much when it first came out of the, the, the gate that I just at a point was like, okay, I've played it enough. There's nothing new that's come out for it. And it's just kind of, you know, kind of just dropped off for me. And that is city of the big shoulders. Mm. Okay. It's a great yeah. game. It's a great yeah, game. It's a great game. It just has cooled for me. It yeah. just has not been, uh, you know, I think that, and maybe it's cause I, you know, I don't certainly didn't play Arkwright as much as I played city of the big shoulders, but I think Arkwright has kind of, uh, maintained its spot where it kind of is in my, you know, my top favorite games of all time where city has definitely started to drop down. Uh, you know, we brought that to PPCon, and I don't think I had a single person even say anything about, hey, would you play City of the Big Shoulders? Just wasn't on topic or, you know, just nobody was saying anything about I it. I will tell you because okay. I want to I, I want to defend City of the Big Shoulders. I'm, I'm with you about not playing it as much, but I had three people ask me, but honestly, I haven't okay. played it in so long mm -hmm. that I was like, Clef's the guy you want to find. And and before they got to you, they must have gotten something else played because okay. uh, I did well, have good. three people ask me okay. specifically about it. So okay. they well, did want to play it. That is good. But yeah. I, I did sell my copy to Tony this oh. weekend. Okay. So well, there you go. So like like you like you already said, it is a great game. It's just we that, especially when it came out on Board Game Arena, yeah. we played the crap out of it mm, when that, that first happened, and 
I want more companies. Something, just something new to. Yep. Is it, it's kind of gotten a little bit on rails, and you know, so it's made it just drop a little bit, but still a great game. And I, I funny, funnily enough, I still have it because Rihanna wants funnily. to play it, so I will play it. I still own it too. But so, yeah. uh, I, I, I want to play eighteen forty six, or I want to play Arkwright. One of those two. Yeah, uh, that's that. just where I'm at. Uh, and and and, and uh, if Rihanna asks me, I mean, if she takes time out of her tour and stuff, I will play it with her. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure whatever Rihanna asks you to play, you're going to play. play. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just trying to be better. The only reason I sold it because I am trying to be better about. No, like I don't need all those coin games. Cause right, Clef has them, and it's that's true. where I'm going to play them at. Yep. And if I'm going to play City, I'm going to play it over here. True story. So. I'm selling Falling yeah. Sky for the same reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that hurt, Chad. Oh. Oh. All right. That's my number two game of all time. You just said that about I'm me. so sorry. <laughs> okay, moving on. All right, Richie, what you got for your first pick? All right, my number one pick. This is a game that was much higher. Chad hates this game. You've definitely cooled on it. Uh, but it was up in my top 25 for a while. Ooh, I, mean, I think I got a guess. Go ahead and give you a guess. Toi. You got it. Boom. Uh, and, <laughs> and, I mean, it is partly... D- it doesn't help when everyone else around you has cooled on a game. Tell me about uh, it. But this is one that sure. you can play online. I and I have played it less and less here recently. And there are there, you know, I'm always looking for an online game. But uh, this one, and I don't know what it is about it, but it just, I don't know. It just has not been has not been coming up in my my thought when I when I want to play a game right. at all. Uh, and the ladies of Trois did nothing really for it. It's it's still probably in my top 100 somewhere, but it's yeah. it's probably on its way out. I remember I was all excited about getting the Ladies of Trois, and I literally never played it, and then I finally just sold the game because it just... Yeah, I mean, the purple dye is the only thing that's like usable out of that expansion for the most part, other than the, like, the extra activity cards. Those are always sure. nice, but okay. the, the Rampart thing is ridiculous and yeah. Yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. So Okay, good. So Trois, that's right. my first pick. All right. All right, Chad. Well, my first pick, you guys would never pick it in a million years. Yeah. Those are not games that I have cooled on. Uh, I am so excited to go to an 18XX con next month. Anyway, so uh, I'm going to say that this is a game that uh, Clef and I played actually early on, and it's one of the very few dual games that I saw Clef enjoy. And I don't know if it's because it was the acquiring or what, but I really saw him enjoy this for a while. And then we both got out of it at just the right oh, time. I know what it is. Okay. Yep. Right. And that is Star Wars Destiny, oh, actually. Yeah. Oh, I got uh, out of oh, yeah. the perfect time yeah. to sell all those That's dice. The yes, dice we, I, made, yeah. I made so much money yeah. on Miniature Market <laughs> <Yeah>. by selling <laughs> my <laughs> copies of all the rares and stuff like that, you yeah. know? Yep. <laughs> uh, but I really liked how the dice and card system worked with this game. I will admit that I like the IP too, but I thought it was pretty slick actually. And if there were more of a scene consistently um, and an easier way to get cards, I think I would have enjoyed it for a little bit longer, but uh, it definitely wore out its welcome. And so I sold it, Um, but it it was a fun two player uh, card game at the time. And I remember some, some enjoyable plays of it when I, when I was having fun with it. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And I, um, I, it had a, a little bit of a magic, the gathering field to me because right. you got to, you know, I mean, my wife who just loves to open packs, you know, when it comes to that, looking for fun rares, it was sure. fun to buy one of those boxes and you'd be, oh, let me get the Vader, let me get the Skywalker, yep. you know, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I would agree with you. I, I think it was 
probably less than a month that I think I enjoyed it. And all of a sudden I was like, yeah, okay, I'm not really into this as much as I thought I was. Sure. And I got, you know, rid of the dice, but yeah, that's a great pick, Chad. I don't think Richie ever even played it. Did you? No, I, no, I'm not, I'm not big into that IP and yeah. I don't like, cause that's the one that had just like the stock photos from the movie on there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they weren't was stock photos, but it was like turning uh, art into, into the, yeah. yeah into I don't like photos. that either. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you would, uh, I think you would have liked the mechanism had you played it, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think you would have tired of it just like we did. All right. What's your next pick? Uh, for my next pick, for my next pick, I'm going to pick, this is symbolic of legacy games in general, and I'm going to pick uh pandemic legacy. Uh, uh, Pandemic Legacy was a great game when we first started playing it, but the problem was is with lots of legacy games, and again, I think this is endemic of a lot of legacy games, so it's not just Pandemic's fault. They're probably the best of the bunch even. you, d I could not get a group together solidly to play that game, and so when every time they were adding something new... I would have to break out that game, unlike another game, almost like a Lacerda game. I'd have to break out that game and reteach it to myself again and find out the rules that were new. And then I'd have to teach our group again because they hadn't gotten together in so long. So uh, Pandemic Legacy was a game that I cooled on, and it was just sort of all legacy games in general standing in for that. The only one that is the exception, and it is the one that's probably rated highly uh, most high on all of our three lists in general is my city because those games go so quick and you can go through them. And honestly, for our play style, that's what fits best. So pandemic legacy is my second pick. I had legacy just in general on mine as well. Sure. And the other day, cause we've been slogging through this betrayal legacy campaign and it's the same deal. Well. Got to go back, read all the rules, and then you got to play Betrayal, unfortunately. <laughs> <Yeah>. And then <laughs> when we were getting ready for PPCon and I was getting games out, I, I picked up that box and I was walking towards the trash and I had to talk myself out of it. <laughs> so I was like, because we've, we've been playing with the Stuckies. I was like, they may want to finish it. I'll just keep it. That was real close to just throwing it in the trash and being done with it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Richie, all right. you're up next. Uh, my next pick is going to be Madeira. <gasps> and I'll be honest, is it because it's of the mainly the, the Kickstarter has okay. put such a bad taste in my mouth uh, for what's your game. And I've been waiting so long for it and I will most likely never get it that it there's been progress. I'm going to blame it. I'm going to blame this pick solely on the typhoon and the Portuguese <laughs> and the Portuguese mafia. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> well, yeah. And the, and the, uh, yeah. 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 The, the list there you of, go. I can't remember all the other excuses. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but I've been excited. Like I played Nippon this, this yeah. weekend. Uh, you know, so I, good. I played a uh, railroad uh, evolution, evolution not that long ago. And, I, I I keep wanting to wait on Madeira yeah. to play the the expansion stuff, and I just know it's never going to come. And just it's just been a, an annoying Kickstarter to follow, yeah. so it it just has taken a hit as a result. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you because I, I there's been a couple of times where people have said something about, it and I'm like, Let, I, let's wait until <laughs> right. the new version comes. And it's like, well, how long am I going to keep waiting You're before keep I waiting play for a while. the game? I mean, I still love the game, and I I don't necessarily haven't cooled on the actual game. But I have cooled on playing it because of that. So I get what yeah. you're saying. So, yeah. Now, this is one that could definitely turn itself around. Sure. If it well, shows up. Hopefully. And it's, you know, fantastic as we expect. But we'll see. Okay. All right. Good, good pick. All right. 
All right. For my next, for my next pick, um, you know, I, I could probably include a few of this particular designer's games in this clump. I'm going to pick out one particular that was probably when I first was playing it, a game I played weekly and was, you know, if I would have had a top 10 back then probably was in my top 10. I know Richie does not like this game at all. And you know, the theme is, you know, obviously for everybody's mostly pointless and that is going to be Mr. Steffenfeld's Trajan. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a big, big Trajan fan when I first uh, started playing that game and, you know, got out, like I said, I played it a ton. Uh, you could say this about a few Felds maybe, but for me, I mean, Trajan is definitely going to be the top of that list. Um, you know, in fact, I mean, I've put it onto my cell shelf now because I just don't see myself ever really pulling it out. Even since I still think it's a very solid game. I mean, I think it's a very well done game, but I've just, I feel like I've played it enough. There's nothing new to it. Uh, you know, I just, it's, it's time to move on probably from that. And so that's why I've kind of cooled on that one. So my next, my second pick is going to be Trajan. Well, you know, I think that's a good pick. Well, you would have thought it was a bad pick to, well, or yeah, a bad to begin game with, to start yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will, now that Queen Games basically has his catalog and is putting out his stuff, it almost seems like he's not even in the <laughs> in the hobby just because the way they sell their games is basically just Kickstarter that's and through so, their website. So like so you ridiculous. never see his stuff anymore, it seems like. Yeah. yeah, I agree. All right, for my next one, you know, when I was given a little description, I said some games may have been your number one at some point. Oh my goodness. And I, I mean, is I have to be honest. Wingspan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're funny. Mark Ibo. I yeah. like the game, but you know, and once again, this, and you know, this is partly my fault. And I understand where some people would be like, yeah, well, if you play a game once every couple of, you know, months or something, you're not going to burn out on them. I played Maracaibo 20 plus times in a span of two months, you know, now granted I played age of steam in the span of that much times in two months. And I certainly right now will still play age of steam with no problem. So, uh, but I, I got to say Maracaibo, I still think it's a good game. It's not leaving my collection. I even bought the expansion. I don't know why, but I bought the expansion. <laughs> um, but it is certainly cooled where, I mean, I can't even off the top of my head, remember, uh, where it has dropped to on, you know, in my top 100, but obviously I know it's dropped down quite a bit and probably by next year, I think it will drop even more. So I've, I've got to be honest and say, you know, Marikaibo is a game that I've definitely cooled on. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Makes sense. All right. My next one is, uh, kind of like Chad's legacy pick where this is for me, it's all of these types of games is social deduction games. And it's, oh. I put the resistance oh. uh, for just, just pure social deduction just isn't doing it for me that much anymore these days. Like, Are you I, too good at it? No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm too good at it. Like I want, like I want Dune with it. Like I want something attached to it right. where, you know, you can have something else going on okay. with the game, not just pure social deduction, just because it, it can flop if you don't have the right group or if you have someone who's just, being quiet, not doing anything. Right. And that happens a lot, especially with these, because you're usually playing with a larger group and it's right. usually a lighter group as far as what type of games you're playing. So uh, just some of them have fell flat for me here lately. Uh, so the resistance is the game I'm putting in there, but I'm, I'm really talking about all social deduction is kind of cooled 
for me. I think you're going to get some high votes for that one. Does Shaman fit that? Does Shaman do enough more? Yeah, I would say Shaman does enough more. There's a little bit of the card game in there, but even that, I don't know how many games you're going to get out of sure. Shaman. Yeah, for know. our for our listeners who who aren't up to date, uh, it, it was we talked about this a couple episodes back. It was a trick taker that has social deduction as as uh, an added element to mm-hmm. it. So yeah, it, it was interesting, but yeah, I don't think it had staying. Power. Sure, it's yeah. one you're going to want to play yeah. every month rather than every week. Right. So. Okay. All right, okay. Chad. You Some got back your, to back stuff. Yep, back to back. All right. Well, I'm going to continue with Richie's theme and with what I what I kind of went with as a kind of game, but I will give a specific one uh, as well. Uh, when I first got into the hobby and wanted to play with my family and such. Uh, one of the, one of the games I asked for, there were two games that I asked for that I got. And one of those was Tammany Hall, which is still stuck with me, which is a great game. Uh, both of these are good games. It's just one of them's not for me anymore. And the other one was Imperial Assault. Uh, this is a dungeon crawl. It's set in the Star Wars universe, but it's a dungeon crawl. And, uh, dungeon crawls just don't do it for me. Um, I just don't find enough interesting. I, uh, I'm learning... (laughs) Because I didn't as a kid, but I'm learning to play D and D for my son. And honestly, if that's the experience I want, then I'll just play D and D. Otherwise, it's it, the dungeon crawl is not interesting to me. I'd rather make those decisions within a different kind of game, or I'd rather storytell in D and D. That's that's the two options. Dungeon crawl for me personally is a halfway thing. Um, I will play Jaws of the Lion because I think they're interesting. Um, kind of paths and it's very laid out and it doesn't take too long, especially with the setup. But, uh, the Gloomhaven Jaws of a Lion is, is one of the few kind of dungeon crawler games that I'll play that way. But otherwise, um, I'm going to say I've definitely cooled on dungeon crawlers and Imperial Salt is a good example of that for me. Yeah. I had that on, I, I didn't put it on my final list, but it was on my short list and it's mainly for me, the, the setup. I just don't want to sit there and set all that up. Sure. But. I've never played one. Never played Imperial Assault, mm. at least, or, or Descent, either one of those. So, yeah. so this last pick for me uh, was one that I procured off Board Game Geek. I had a very nice uh, person that uh, I got a hold of who sold me everything before it was a big box option. It later became a big box option with everything involved in it. But I was very happy to get the blinged out sort of kickstarted edition. And this game was actually a game that was one of the first big popular kickstarters. And that is Alien Frontiers. Uh, I love dice. I love mitigation of dice. I love rolling dice and then figuring out, okay, what am I going to do with them? Kind of like when I get a hand of cards. Uh, but I just cooled on dice placement in that way. I liked that there was an area control element and stuff, and I liked the different powers, but there's so many games now that do dice placement in ways that I find more interesting. And uh, and 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 there are a, a lot of games out there that do area majority in ways that I find more interesting. So uh, Alien Frontiers just doesn't do it for me anymore. Now, People who I think are just getting into the hobby or only want to play games of a certain complexity, I would say Alien Frontiers is still a good game to look into if that's your bag. But uh, that's one that I've cooled on. I haven't played that one in a long time. Those I played it early on. Uh, I wasn't crazy about it, but I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, yeah, but certainly 
after a while, it's like, okay, I've played it. There's not much more going on with it. And more games have come along that do it better. Right. And this is with everything. I mean, this is with all the options for cards and updating mm. your ships and different spaces and everything. I, that was the way I got it originally. So there was plenty to explore there. But but yeah, since since then, it's it's been done better in different ways, as you'd expect. So yeah. yeah. That's my last one, Alien Frontiers. All right, for my last pick, this is a game that I actually didn't like the first time I played it. Uh, then expansion stuff came out for it, and I played it again, and I enjoyed it, and ended up picking it up. I just threw it out of the collection here not that long ago. Istanbul. Oh. And it is, and the last time I played it, I, didn't, I, have, I played it not that long ago. And it's really just, when you get to that point where someone takes the lead, and really it's just, if they mess up, they'll they'll lose, potentially, but... If they're good at the game, then it's, it's hard over. to catch up. Yeah. yeah, the game's over, and we're just kind of going through the motions until they get their last uh, ruby. So that's a good point. Yeah, and yeah, and the expand. I liked like the coffee. I didn't like the last expansion, the no. letters and the seals or whatever. Seals, yeah. uh, but the coffee was great. Uh, but it it all comes down to that race, and it, I don't know. It just got boring to me. So. Mm. I can understand that. Yeah. yeah, I still have it for the lighter gamers that that play with me, but. Uh, I I don't play it very much, and I'd rather play if if we're playing that kind of game. I'd rather play my blinged out Yokohama. So okay, so that leaves me for my last pick. I could I have so many. I mean, I know when I put this up on our <laughs> Patreon thing, uh, Scott goes, uh, "Is that just like uh, Clef's category or something like that?" Because <laughs> <laughs> it changes so often. Um, but I mean, I'm. I will give, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but this really comes on the heels of how amazing Dune was as an epic game. I've cooled on TI. So mm, Twilight Imperium. Yeah. And, you know, there was a moment this weekend where I was like, oh, man, I could play a game of TI. And then that, like, after that, like, millimeter of a second, I thought, no, right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, you know, it even had some new raises and stuff and I was interested and it was fun to go over and see what the guys were doing and see how things were going. But I, you know, looking at it, I go, you know, no, I just, at this moment, uh, if I'm going to play Epic, you know, it's Dune, a coin game, you know, it's going to be, uh, just something different. And so this has nothing to get, you know, TI, you know, Twilight Imperium is a great game just for me. It's something I've cooled on. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm just going to simply say Twilight Imperium. Doesn't really matter if it's, you know, third edition or fourth edition, basically mm. the same game. But uh, yeah, for my last one, I'm going to say Twilight Imperium. Uh, go to our guild, <laughs> 3227 at boardgamegeek.com and check out uh, our, our guild. And you can vote on who you think had the best list or most aligned with yours. And please feel free to leave what your. Uh, top three or four games you cooled on are. Yeah, I'd love to see that. All right, so that pretty much wraps it up for a basic episode here. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Um, we're going to have a little bit more that we're going to talk about, a little bit more PPCon, you know, so for people who were there, you know, we, we we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But for those of you who are like, I don't care about PPCon, I just wanted to listen to you guys do your normal podcast. Perfect. We're done. Sign off. We care about yeah. you too. You we guys do. take care of yourselves. Very much care about yes. you guys, but yes. But uh, if you want to hang on and listen, uh, we have some stories. We're actually got some more uh, interviews with some of the punch bunch that traveled, which we'd love for you to hear too. If you feel like sticking around, so please do. 
Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise. Fellas, Whoa. I just want to talk about real quick, real quick. I know we have some trivia questions because our man on the ground, Joe Woo. Farrell, helped us out with a trivia game, which was awesome. We had, we that had, was great. We had tons of fun. We had tons of fun. We're going to get to that in a second, but I just have a really good story. We talked about Bear Raid by our man, Ryan Courtney, right? Yeah. We talked about that it's a, a great stocking manipulation game. Crazy. Super fun. Super fun. Yep. So uh, I was pulling people in because I hadn't played a game with Tim, our man Tim Alvarez from California. I had not played a game with Tim yet. And my my goal, like I told you, was to try to play a game with everybody that came from out of town for sure. And uh, even more if I could. But I said, Tim, I haven't played a game with you. We're going to play a game. So he was going away and I saw him pick up Bear Raid. And I was like, well, I can kind of teach that. Let's do that. So I was pulling people in. This was late at night, late at night. And finally, I got people in. I said to our, uh, well, I said to one of our our friends here, I said, hey, you want to play this game? And he said, yeah, sure. And so uh, he joined us for this game. Uh, we're sitting down at the table. I explained the whole game about the stock manipulation and all that. And, and our friend says, uh, this wasn't Tim. This was a friend who shall remain nameless. He said, what the heck is this theme anyway? And I said, well, it's it's stock market you know right, we're right. manipulating stock mm-hmm. we're going right. back and forth and he goes oh crap i thought this was a game about stealing picnic baskets oh. <laughs> i like that wow. thing right right yeah. and so, yeah. and so don't don't let everybody know it was joe Freustead. yeah don't say anything <laughs> about, say, oh, cut uh, this out. that's not nice you gotta cut that out oh, no no, no. So, then, no so then so then what's so great what's so great is like we're we go a whole round like maybe halfway around the table again and Joe's sitting there just sort of chuckling to himself, like under his hand. <laughs> no. And I'm going, what? I go, Joe, what's going on? I didn't go, Joe. Yeah, uh, this, this person. <laughs> Sorry, so I, anyway. Okay. So I go, uh, yeah. Why are you chuckling under your hand? And, uh, and he goes, well, it's just a real interesting feeling. I'm, that everybody at the table knows you're a friggin' idiot. <laughs> that is great. Oh my gosh. Oh, I was crying laughing. Oh, it's so great. That was such a great game, too, because we had a bunch of people. Oh man, Patrick was sitting to the left of me. He was like an agent of chaos. He was shorting everything and just taking all that money. It didn't quite work out for him in the end, but we were, I mean, I was sweating it because who knew what was gonna happen? Oh, so Oh, good that was a fun game uh, so another really good story that mm-hmm. i wanted to tell okay so i was playing pax beforeana which i love mm. but something there was i can't remember what was going on it was really like you guys were waiting on me and then i got over there and it, it had been a long time since i'd played pax beforeana and brent had already gone over the rules with you guys and so we kind of started and i was like okay i kind of remember and then all of a sudden somebody comes up to me and goes Hey, are you playing? Because we're starting a game of Age of Steam over there. And I love Pax Beforeana, but we all know what my number one game is. And I had not played Age of Steam yet. And I was like, oh, God, you guys okay? You know, and Brent was like, get out of here. You're fine. Don't worry about it. We had just started. I mean, it was just like maybe round one or two that we had played. So I was like, okay, I'm going to play Age of Steam. So I get over to the table. Okay. I sit down, you know, okay. And at the table, 
Michelle's there and she's kind of talking to people. And there is, uh, there was Patrick Leiter. Okay. And then there was PC. Okay. And then there was, um, you know, and then Tom, uh, Tom Falbo was there. We're sitting there, but as I start listening, I look at the map. First of all, okay. I look at the map and it's central new England. Okay. <laughs> now for those of you who play a lot of age steam, central new England is in my top three toughest maps to play. It is brutal. You can't mm-hmm. share like the same route. You can't use other people's tracks. You have to deliver across the lines there. It's, it's, it's crazy. It yep. is a very, very tough map for experienced players. Okay. And all of a sudden, Michelle's kind of talking to a couple of them. And I go, wait a minute. There are people who have never played Age of Steam. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And uh, the map is best at six plus. So, yeah, well. which we yeah. played it at seven. You know, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're talking huge. And I'm like, okay, this is not a map to start new people on Age of Steam. However, I will say this. They both did extraordinarily well That's considering good. They, for their first time of playing, I was very impressed on how well they caught on. And in fact, the next night we played a uh, double base USA and Patrick Leiter, his second play destroyed us. Yeah. I oh, mean, nice. He crushed us. He was catching. I mean, he was very good. Caught on quick to games. Well, one of those but, other players was Jacob, uh local uh, player, and he played 1846 with our man, Andrew from 18 DSM for the first time. That was his first 18 XX acquitted himself very well and i taught him uh along with some other players how to play boone lake the night before and he did he did smashingly well on that too a so bunch bunch yeah. of smart They're oh smart. yeah a bunch of smart good guys thing we don't have to play against <laughs> them on a normal basis and yeah we had ben play clinic so. with five modules for, and that was his oh, first time playing God. clinic ever which was not a good idea because he came over and said no i do not no, like clinic i'm like, like clinic. you can't start there however i did teach ben and a couple of other people, tramways, and they loved oh, the tramways. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So that was we had some. That was great. I will tell you, uh, the last day in the last couple hours, we had a great game of tramways. Uh, one of our punch bunch, uh, he he was a. I mean, like we played Stevenson's Rocket with him the night before, and he smashed all of us. But everybody had a great game of that. And he actually, during one round that just became a peeing match all over the board, it was he he paid twelve dollars to go fifth. <laughs> That's, I love that. Oh my gosh! Uh, it's, it's the he was like, auction. what happened here? Oh, <laughs> and then uh, you know, just uh, Schmidtkins brought us honey. Everybody oh, like, oh, yeah. brought a bunch of so honey for to get. And then they brought us maple syrup too. Yes, which I already, mean, I've already been using it. Oh, yep. good man, so it's good. good. It yeah, is great. So that is, I mean, that was amazing getting to see them. I mean, we had people from California, from Florida. Uh, Evan was in Florida, Ohio, Tim was in California, we had Minnesota, Ohio, Wisconsin, Washington. Yeah, Washington. I mean, absolutely. Uh, uh, Kevin uh, from Age of Steam Con came up with yep. his wife and kid. Oh, uh, which he brought and, some of the large, you know, the XL yeah, get, maps. And they cool. actually they hung out, and then they went to uh, they went to Sac Air Force Museum too. And and yeah. I know that uh, his son really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. they it also was, went uh, horseback, horseback riding, right? Over, yeah, over yeah. Mahoney. Yeah, great. so there was a lot of extra stuff to do around the area. Right. That was you know, I mean, I believe there was stuff we could have done there. Yeah, no, I, I loved like anytime but, we pass someone who wasn't a part yeah. of our group, and they're like, "You guys the." Ones that are playing board games just inside all day. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. the weather was perfect. It was yeah, beautiful. It was I mean, nice it beautiful. was just beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, besides walking to the dining hall, I never went outside. outside, (laughs) They had a nice, nice. they had a nice lake and they had canoes over there and kayaks and, but it didn't matter. (laughs) But the place we played was so nice because it had so much natural light with all those windows. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just, it was, it was perfect. We, we even lost power at some point and like literally we lose power. And I didn't notice one single person stopped gaming. They didn't even face no, them. Like no, it yeah. was just like a, I got enough light to see. I just kept yep. moving. Didn't, yep. didn't it was even just stop look anybody. up for a second and yep. like, all right. Yep. You know, and Chad <laughs> and I went to take care of it. They're like, yep. Okay. I'm just going to keep yeah. on playing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't very long. It was like 15 minutes or sure. something. Yeah. It, was, it was a short time, but yeah. Well, uh, you know, we should, we want to hear more from the punch bunch. That's what this part is about. But yeah. uh, I want to, I want to, I want to ask our punch bunch who are listeners right now. And and again, I want to say like, if you weren't there, I, I'm sorry you missed out and you were sorely missed. We would love to see you next time. We would love to find a way to make that happen. So, uh, but here's some trivia questions from our man and statistician, honorary punch boarder, Joe Farrell. So I asked Joe before the con, I said like a day before the con. Okay. That's how unprepared <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. I all of a sudden got my head. I was like, Oh, you know, what would be fun is to have some trivia about the podcast, you know? And so of course I, you know, I'm, I text Joe and I said, Hey, you know, you don't have to do this, but you know, if you can, he goes, I don't know if I'll be able to. And then of course he comes up with 25 crazy. Yeah, right, right. Questions, really like, great no, questions. Really great questions. Uh, I, yeah. I did not do well. No, I no. did my own trivia. I was surprised. <laughs> I was like, okay, I should know all this, you know? And yeah. I was like, Oh man. Um, so I'll read, you know, just, yeah, a few of the questions, but we're also going to post these on the guild without sure. the answers. Cause it'd be really interesting to see everybody else and see what they kind of came up with. So, um, yeah, well, this is one of my favorite ones here. Number three, what well-known game designer responded to a photo of one of the punch boarders playing by asking, what on earth is green doing? (laughs) Uh, And that was me. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Um, Oh, this was, uh, and honestly, I found this one when I saw a lot of people's answers, Mm. they did not get this one right. And I honestly would have been like, "Eh, I'm not sure, but, in the lists on the show of our top games of all time, mm-hmm. how many different games has Chad had at his number one? No, um, you know the answer. I don't even know the answer, you guys. <laughs> I, I, I thought Guy Project has always been there. That it's at number one. Yeah, Guy, he's always had Guy Project so. at number one. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, uh, the rest uh, of the ten, he's a wild card. Steady, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh boy, I uh, number thirteen here was. Uh, what is Punchboard Paradise's guild number on BGG? There you go. 227. Uh, yeah. We all know that one. Just like the TV show. <laughs> Just like the TV show. I'm not. My my wonderful 18-year-old daughter came to help us out that day, mm-hmm. you know, to help hand out badges and everything. Yeah, let's just say I saw her answer. I'm not repeating it on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So anyway, so there was a just yeah, a tough yeah. So check that out. But thanks, we'll Joe. Po- that, yeah, you oh did my a fantastic God, Joe. job. He they did. Fun, he did. Good really questions. Fun. There's some good. Yeah, some. There's a question about the wooden bowl game. You know, so oh, yeah. yeah. So you, you got some great things there. Um, so at this moment, got some fun interviews with some of the out of towners, uh, and then uh, we also got an interview with Michelle, uh, who was. Huge help for this weekend, you know, with yeah. uh, with the name badges and the T-shirt design. And, you know, she did right. a, lot of, a lot of very helpful things. Uh, she's obviously helped run other cons. So it was, it was it was helpful to have her around. So. so please enjoy that part of the show.
have two very special members of the Punch Bunch with us. Just pulled away for a second to Ooh. to talk, uh, just because you know they've they've been around the block a little bit, and we're so glad because they came here on a plane to to see us. Uh, my namesake Chad. Chad, why don't you introduce yourself here? I'm Chad C. Chad Cornelson, and on Accord, sometimes or Discord, I am Puro Euro because that's all I play. All right. Well, all right. and well, a special fact uh, of, of Chad's is, Chad, how many plays have, do you have of Terraforming Mars? Uh, almost 560. I'm just a couple short. And, wow. and that's all on the table plays. Yes. Wow. That is amazing. That is impressive. So right. how uh, you, you came here from where exactly? Washington State. Excellent. Excellent. How long have you been into board games, Chad? 20 years. Mostly Catan. Started with Catan like a lot of people. Cool. And then Puerto Rico sucked me in, next Dominion, and then everything. Mm. Everything Euro. All right. And then we're also joined here by... Ben Coberly uh, on the uh, Slack channel. I go by Mini Ben one Right on. And uh, you're also from? I'm from Washington State as well. I'm on, from the west side. All right. I'm from the center side. <laughs> is there like a, yeah, is there like a gang territory fight? Do you guys, do you guys fight over board games or... No, no. We just try to get together as often as possible. All right, absolutely. Okay. Well, I'd like to ask each of you uh, a favorite uh, game that you've played at the con so far, Chad. Skull King. Yeah, that was a great game. Why would that be, sir? Yeah, I don't know. From the ashes, like a phoenix, I was the backed-in second-place player into the tournament and ended up winning it all. Right. Sounds, sounds yep. like a humble brag to me. Uh, yeah. brag. Hey, he is the Skull King champion. Yeah. yeah. So very good. A fun little tournament that we ran while we were here. So that's awesome. So what about you, Ben? What's your favorite game you've played so far? Well, a game I always like to play at every convention is uh, Wild Catters. Mm -hmm. And uh, since Chad got his humble brag, I'm going to get mine. Uh, I got my first win ever in in my ten plus plays of the game here nice. just yesterday at the convention. Nice. So. That was a kind of a highlight for me yeah, so far. That, uh, I've been working hard. That uh, six, four, and three-year-old he was playing against. Woo, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well oh, yeah. done. Yep. All right. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to ask each of you really quick just one question of our Fast Five. What, what is a, what's a game that uh, people might be surprised that you like? Lignum. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Root. Ah. Now that, are you a Root really fan? Surprising I like me. Root. I am surprised because that yeah. is not really a Euro game. It's no. not. Okay. Do you have a favorite faction in Root? Um, I like the Vagabond. I like I, I like the Eerie. I like the programming. Cool. Okay. Very yeah. good. Okay. All right, Ben. Same question for you. Yeah, uh, I would say recently I've I've really fell in love with the new Descent campaign. Wow. I normally am not a big into campaign games, but my my Thursday night group. Uh, one of the guys picked it up, and we've been playing through that. And I love the app integration that's involved in it and just kind of the streamlined battling. So you can just kind of focus on the puzzle of beating each level. Nice. Uh, it's been amazing. Cool. That's that. awesome. It's, Which character are you playing in that? Uh, I am the, the guy with the bow and arrow. Uh, oh, the elf, right? Uh, yeah, yeah I, can't, yeah. I can't remember. Galadorn or something G like Galadin. that. Yes. Galadin. Galadin. Yeah. Cool. Wonderful. All right. Okay. Well, hey, we both want to thank you. We all three want to thank you. For uh, flying out and joining us for PPCon. You can hear my voice is uh, starting to crack. It has been a lot of teaching, but a lot of fun. But also because so. he's emotional right now. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it's almost over. <laughs> thank no, you guys. Thank you guys. Yep. Good Thanks, to be guys.
have with us uh, another couple of members of the Punch Bunch that were so lucky uh, joined us. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out. Uh, I'd love for you to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Tim Alvarez. And I'm Evan Scussel. Excellent. Nice. Uh, Tim, you came here from? From, I live in Los Angeles, California. Perfect. Woo! Thank you for yeah. making the trip out. Thank yeah. you so much. And Evan, you live in? Orlando, Florida. Woo, the opposite ends of? The country. country is the word I was trying <laughs> to say. <laughs> Gentlemen, have you been enjoying yourselves at the con so far? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's right. a fantastic location. Oh, Wonderful. Thank you. That is good to hear. Uh, what is the favorite game you've played so far here at the con? I liked kicking the con off with Wildcatters. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that was right. that was a lot of fun. All right. Well, yeah. Wildcatters getting a lot of votes. Okay. I've played nothing but old favorites. So, I mean, I could name off a bunch of games. We just played Brass Lancashire, and that always gives me the good feels. Oh, right. Joe. I heard awesome. Joe, Joe. I mean, and this is good for Joe, because in our community, I mean, he stomps us all. He goes... Wow, that was the most competitive, tense game of brass I've played in a really long time. Nice. So there, good there job. Were, yeah. So there were four overbuilds of other people's building in Ooh, the same game. I love it. Oh, you're getting, ooh, boy. <laughs> Holy okay. cow. All righty. Uh, Tim, uh, we'd love to hear, uh, what's a game, we've kind of been asking some questions, what's a game that uh, people would be surprised to find out that you like? Oh, actually, um, I really like Runebound 3rd Edition. Really? Wow. Yes. I would not have picked that. Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a game I actually enjoy a lot playing uh, solo. Actually, really. Yeah. All right. Well, so because Runebound, remind me, it is like a is it a skirmish game? N no, it's 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 like an adventure oh, okay. type of game. Okay. I I I equate it to like playing Skyrim on the table. Oh, oh all right, all right, Interesting. all right. Well, thank you. All right. Evan, what about you? What's a game that would surprise people? So I'm pretty well known for very heavy games, but like a game like Fuji Flush is something that I bring out all the time with bigger groups and families, and that is the lightest game ever. Right. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes. It is like a, a One of my wife's favorites. Yeah, That's great. Right. It is just, That's great. Uh, you got to play it at seven or eight, you know, right. so it needs the right situation, but yeah. it's super fun when you get in that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. We really just want to thank you guys for coming out. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you guys. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you so guys. much. We are back with another contingent from the Midwest. I don't know. Maybe they would argue that it's uh, they're more in the heartland than we are. Would you say? <laughs> Um, no, I would call that the frozen tundra. <laughs> frozen there, All right. Well, anyways, members sorry. of our punch punch, please introduce yourself. I am Patrick Leiter from Richmond, Minnesota. Huh? Yeah, PC Nolting from Rochester, Minnesota. Nice. Thank you, gentlemen, for being with us. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so literally, it's like it's cold in Minnesota always, right? That's what I'm after. So, <laughs> hot is right. not good. All right. All right. Well, then, then you guys are in the right neck of the woods. All right. It's, it's nice to be south. <laughs> well, hey, we really appreciate you guys coming uh, coming down for uh, this con. How's it been so far for you guys? Great. It's awesome. All right. Do you have a favorite game you've played so far, Pat? Uh, my favorite so far would probably be Barrage, followed by Age of Steam. All right. Okay. Excellent. All right. And How PC, about you, PC? About you? Yeah, I got first play of Gallerist, and that was awesome. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. And you guys are playing Weather Machine right now, yes. right? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. The soon to be released Weather Machine. Yeah. Yep. We're, awesome. We are interrupting them. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, Joe Freustad did not look very happy with me when I came to get him. So, all right. We'll have to get him back soon. Well, uh, really quick, uh, Pat, you've had, uh, you kind of have uh, that, 
that air about you. You know what you're doing. In fact, your prowess has already been talked in this uh, talked about in this room. Do you have a win, not necessarily at the con, that you're uh, most proud of? Throughout I your life, mean, like the proudest moment when you got done, you're like, I just won this, and I'm ready to throw down the mic. I mean, that'd probably be last night. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it was going to go to the Age of Steam game from last night. I really yeah. did not expect to win double base on my second play of Age of Steam. And that is impressive. Yeah, he throttled us. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, uh, not even close, which was impressive, especially since his first game was Central New England, is, which I had talked about is one of the toughest maps. One bankruptcy, one win. So, you know, hey, that's, hey there we go. So uh, what about you, PC? What is a game that you're the most proud of when you got done winning and you're like, yeah. <sighs> Well, thank goodness I can tell one story of victory because there is only one. So I only have one choice oh, <laughs> for the weekends. Yeah, for I noticed con, I, for this okay, con. Not yeah. only your life, right, no. but for this con. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this okay, con. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was able to win uh, Pax Porfiana. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So how, first, how did you first, pull it out? Uh, first play, yeah. It was, uh, gosh, Pat probably has to tell me because he held my hand through the whole way. <laughs> uh, I, I, he attacked himself a lot yes. and got a huge revolution of his yes. victory. Revolution. Yes, that's what I did. Right. Good, good. What he said. Very All good. Right. That is excellent. Okay, well, hey, we're really just wanting to say hi. Thank you guys very much for coming down. We appreciate it. And uh, we're yeah, glad to it. have you yeah, here. Yeah, we're yep. really glad to have you here. Game yeah. on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, next time. All yep. right, perfect. We are here right now with, I mean, I just have to say, uh, a couple of our. Yeah. Favorite punch bunch. I mean, we love the whole punch bunch, but I mean, they just brought us honey and maple syrup. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, they are. Uh, I, I told them I think the reason that they're good at uh, board games is they're really efficient with their time. They have many hobbies. That is very true. Uh, but we are joined by the Schmidtkins, Aaron yeah. and Kim. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here, Aaron. Please uh, tell us uh, you you traveled to be here. Where are you from? Uh, we're from uh, Ohio near Cleveland. Okay. Excellent. Right. And Kim, uh, we were just talking. You guys, so you 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 brought us honey because you guys uh, keep bees, right? We do. Oh, wow, that uh, sounds dangerous. <laughs> it can be. Okay. How many times have you been stung? Uh, probably too many to remember. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Wow, wow. crazy. Okay. Well, uh, thanks so much for being here. We, I, I just want to know, do you guys have a favorite uh, game that you've played at the con or just even favorite part of the con so far? Uh, I think so far I enjoyed Container about the most. Yeah, and you just set that up today, and yeah. you just kind of this was your first play of it, right? I've been looking forward to trying it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I came by this morning, and Aaron was sitting there just relaxing, listening to some headphones, and Kim was reading the rule book. <laughs> oh, that's right, because it's your it's your job, right? In the, it is in, my job. It's your job in the group to learn the to learn the game. But she told I was, me I was watching how to play video. Oh, okay. In his defense, in his defense, he wasn't just grooving to right. tunes. And Kim did tell me she does. She can't really learn with people teaching her. She kind of needs to read the rule book. Okay, so, yeah. you know, fair so enough. Uh, you know, there are a few people. I mean, Clef can, but he uh, when people teach him, but he sleeps. So I mean, just when you teach me. All right. uh, oh, Yay. all right. Uh, Kim, did you have a favorite game or favorite experience of the con so far? Uh, I also enjoy Container, but my my favorite part probably is. Um, just the nicest people, some of the nicest people I've ever met um, in this entire con. You know, everybody's been so welcoming. And, I, you know, I know a lot of people know each other and we knew nobody. Mm -hmm. And everybody's just been uh, so kind and willing to teach. And uh, just wow. It's awesome. pretty easy because we're mirroring your energy. You, you, we're nice. so glad you're here, really. It's awesome. Honestly. Um, 
I, also, before I ask you another question, this I, I just want to say, these two have accomplished a feat. Uh, their 10-year-old plays games with them, and I would like... Uh, I would like our listening audience to know what your 10-year-old's favorite game is, Aaron. Age of Steam. <laughs> that is the way to grow them right there. I would there. say raising them right. <laughs> They're Very good. That, that only the good games have cubes in them. <laughs> yes. There you go. Clef, see? He's, he's, smart I think people. you just need to leave your kids with, with them maybe for a little bit. That's right. That's right. Retrain them. All right. Well, uh, we're asking a part of our fast five of, of everybody who stops in to see us. What is the, the most emotional or angry you've ever been in a game? I don't know if there's one time that I've been angry, but we are incredibly competitive with each other and we will anger each other quite a bit. All right. Uh, Ooh. Like like taking somebody's Well, uh, because I teach the games. Right. Um I will specifically tell him some things and then I'll go and do it. And he said, Well, I didn't know you could do that. And I said, I told you. I even pointed it out. He said, no, you didn't. And then we go back and forth and he usually gets mad and then <laughs> most of the time he wins. Right? Oh, so okay. He'll all right. complain and then he'll win. Because oh. oh. I start holding back because I feel guilty. Oh. And, you got to stop holding back, Kim. Well, you gotta go he's got a instinct, strategy you know? that's working for I know, him, I think. I know, I know. All right. You can well, edit that out, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, truthfully, Richie will do it all. We have no uh, idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, guys, well, thank Richie you doesn't so much. Richie have my back, <laughs> He's already got, you know, I gave a bad roll of dice for him, and he was not happy with me. Ooh. So Uh-oh. I think all he's right. going to not make me sound good. Uh, well, you know. I mean, you did bring him honey, so yeah, I'll sweeten them up a little bit. There you go, exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for coming out all the way from Ohio. We really appreciate it. We've loved having you here, and uh, thanks a lot. Thank Thank you. you. We are back with a an esteemed. Honestly, like an honorary punch border almost. Absolutely, this con would not have went off without Michelle. Michelle, please introduce Welcome. yourself to our Punch Bunch. I feel very blushy. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Michelle Cedar. I, uh, I I do things with, you know. A lot of things. Yeah, I mean, help find the venue for PPCon today for the, for the con. Uh, made the name badges. Um, she designed our logo for the, the logo, yep. which, you know, yeah, for the, for the, see. for the con. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. The t-shirts. I mean, just the list goes on and on. So, uh, we really wanted to say thank you. We really appreciate everything you did. And, uh, uh a lot of people have been talking about what a good experience this has been. And you have been part of uh, great planes too. So you have a little bit of experience in running a con. So your experience and stuff has been real helpful. So thank you. Well, I really appreciate that. You guys just let me hang out with you. So <laughs> Well, you know, we're, we're that kind of people. <laughs> uh, Michelle, tell me, what is your favorite game that you've gotten to play so far here at the con? Uh, well, of course, Age of Steam. Yeah, well, of course. Of course. Good answer. Yeah. So, I, Which map did you guys play? So uh, we played Giant, Kansas City, Inner Urban. Yeah. Mm. Kevin brought that up from Kansas City. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was, it's always fun to play on the XL. Yep. Uh, and then Central New England and Double Base. Yeah. So three really big maps. Yes. So real quick story. I was uh, doing something and I come by and I see there's like five people sitting at the table ready to play Central New England. Okay. Now, Chad, I don't know if you know, but Central New England is 
in my opinion, one of the hardest maps to play. Okay. It's, it's very difficult even for experienced Aegis team players. So I see him setting it up and I'm like, Ooh, I'm in. Right. So I sit down and as I start to realize Michelle is starting to teach rules to age of steam to two players. And I I'm know. Like, I, I want to defend myself in this, in this whole, you know, scenario okay. here okay. in that when I sat down, Central New England was already on the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And this is what we're playing. And then I proceeded to say, okay, so everybody's played before. And two people said no. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait, what? And then uh, somehow I got roped into the teach. And I kid you not, five of the things that I told the new players, Clef comes back and says all five of those things afterwards. Like, this is not a good map for new players. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say it was a fun game, and the two new players both did well enough. You know, They no one seemed to like it. And, I mean, Clef was the one who got cut off from the middle of the map, and that's, uh, that's always uh, a good part. I, uh, Michelle throttled me. I mean, it was <laughs> a devastating loss, let's just say that. So, But well, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, and then and Pat, who was his first time playing, then yeah. played double base with us and then slaughtered all of us slaughtered all of us i mean he picked up fast so yeah. i've played a few games with pat and he is he catches on quick to games so he, he put stuff down and i was like what the heck is he doing and then at the end of the game i was like oh that's why he did that yeah. i don't have the foresight to see that far into the yeah. game yeah. like he was Great. literally on turn six on turn one yeah, yeah. he's that's, he's really good with that stuff you gotta do it that's awesome that's, that's why that game. he's part of why that brass game that evan talked about was so competitive yeah, yeah, that's good. All right. Oh, well, listen, one of the things we're, we wanted to ask you a question in our fast five, but one of the things that Michelle is pretty famous around the Omaha area for is having the most impressive collection. In, in fact, she was nice enough to uh, put up a couple of uh, our punch bunch who came early uh, to the con and they came to our library here and said, uh, this is a little bit uh, depressing after seeing Michelle's collection. <laughs> uh, so, so we had that to contend with. But Michelle, if you had to estimate, first of all, how many games would you say you have? Somewhere between 14 and 1500. And then with expansions, I'm probably around 18. Woo. Well, let me ask you this as part of our, our fast five questions we sometimes ask. What? Do you have a very special game, like a sort of a, either an heirloom or something mm. you've blinged out that's like, this is a game that you'll never get rid of and it means a lot to you? I have a couple of things, but one of them is I, I love when I first got into, I don't know that first got into, but when I was introduced to Orle Orleans, I really love that game. And so I had the artwork printed out on fabric and then I put it on like a box and like decoupaged it on and it's like on, on this it's a really cool box that like I a wooden made. box yes yeah. yeah oh yeah i've yeah. seen it it is beautiful that's awesome um i have that and then in my basement um i actually do woodworking and so i created it's not for a game it's for all of my games i have an upgraded like wall so it's literally every single component that you could possibly have for like you know pumpkins you know iron gold whatever it is I have wood, every single component upgraded, so you can literally just go pull off the wall and upgrade every single game in my basement. That's awesome. Really cool. I think probably I, people need to see this. I think maybe we should have you uh, give us some photos to put on our Punchboard Paradise uh, uh, Facebook website. We'll post it so yeah. people can see what that looks that like because it is a really nice setup. Yeah. All right. Well, Michelle, uh, we just want to say thank you for being so much, uh, so much a part of our Omaha family. We we really love having you here, and we appreciate all your help. Well, I appreciate you guys, and I appreciate you know the 
you know, the, the Omaha family that, you know, the Punchboard Paradise group is. So awesome. All right. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I am back. I, I kind of snuck away from uh, Richie and Clef, and I have one of my one of my buddies on um, locally. He's uh, from the Des Moines area. Uh, Andrew, welcome. Thank you so much for for coming out to PPCon. Well, thank you for having me. It was fun. Yeah, it's been it's it's been great to have you here, especially like as a fellow 18xx or somebody big into the hobby, uh, somebody that I met last year going to your con. It's been really nice to have you here. Uh, you've been introducing people to 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 18xx uh, this weekend. Yeah, this weekend we got uh, first we got a game of 1817 in on I don't even know what today is. Uh, it was Friday. It was Friday yeah. yesterday. We got 1817. It w- took a good part of the day. We had some newer players, and I, they stuck with it and had fun, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm still talking to you after that. but uh, Well, I, I sold a couple of share, uh, shares of Chad's company, and then everyone else decided to sell it and proceeded to short sell it, and it went from <laughs> valued very well to liquidated. It was like a GameStop panic. Yep. Yes. And then uh, today we had two new players never played. 18xx so they were able to play 1846 with me and i think they enjoyed it so that was a success yeah well hey did you have uh like a favorite game of the con that you've played well uh anytime i get to play 18xx that's that's fun i also got to play foundations of rome i think oh yeah and that thing is crazy yeah it is it is uh blinged out to the nth degree yes so that was fun played quick it was it was a lot of fun great uh, hey, uh, while I've got you here, uh, I want to talk about your con, but I also want to ask you, I mean, how did you get started in 18XX? Yeah, so about 10 or 11 years ago, I uh, just got invited to play an 18XX game, and it was 1861, and had the itch after that, and just couldn't stop thinking about it. So fast forward eight years, and now I'm running my own convention in Des Moines, 18DSM. Uh, it's going to be July 7 through 10 this year. Uh, come on down and we learn all, learn to play or, or just uh, if you already know how to play that's great too so yeah it's it, I found it to be really welcoming last year uh, it was great everybody that was there was really welcoming and it was a great atmosphere it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun so the other thing I guess so I'll be running a uh, learn to play at 18 DSM on Thursday we'll do a rules teach then we'll play uh, play the play the game out but if you're not ready to commit to four days of 18xx, there's another local convention called Cardboard Caucus. It's going to be July 29 through 31. It's a general gaming convention in Des Moines. They're going to have a game library like 1,700 games on site. And then I'll be there doing a learn to play of 18xx. So if you want to come down, just try 18xx for one game and play something else the rest of the weekend. Come check that out too. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Andrew, uh, do you have any tips, some quick tips for getting people, not forcing it on them, obviously, but getting people uh, into the hobby? Uh, do you have any tips for that? Well, the, I think the biggest thing is just, uh, you know, like you said, you can't force somebody to like the game no matter how short or long it is. With 18xx, they kind of need to be primed for what they're getting themselves into, which is going to be an extended gameplay, uh, a lot of little decisions that add up to kind of at the end of the game, your just brain's just melted. But uh, the biggest thing is just find somebody that knows how to play, no matter what title it is, as long as they know how to play it and can explain it to you and walk you through, well, it's 
that's the best way. Just a good teacher. Do you find other than 18xx that there is a good sort of gateway that a lot of people who played 18xx have started out to play and then moved up to the, to that titles those N- titles? Not not that I know of. I just kind of jumped right in. I got I played uh, Railroad Tycoon was kind of my gateway game into the I guess modern gaming hobby, which which is now Railways of the World, correct, etc. Okay, yep. And so then just uh, just jumped in. So now. Do you have a favorite 18xx? So my favorite is probably 1862. Just the variable board setup. The game's different every time. Plus there's just anything you can do in the other 18xx games, you can basically do in 1862. Um, second favorite is probably 1846. Mm, yeah, that's a popular one for sure. Yeah, so that was the one we I taught this morning to a couple guys, and it went, went over really well. Now, is that what you would choose for a learning game if you had any any choice, or what are you teaching for the learn-to-play one? So well, I'll be teaching 18 Chesapeake. Uh, I think it's it's a good gateway in, into it as well for people that are maybe just curious about it. So, again, it just comes down to where does the teacher know how to play well so he's not doesn't have his nose buried in the rule book while you're trying to struggle through the strategy and, and rules makes for a, a long game, even longer. Sure. Sure. Well, those are good tips. Hey, I just want to say I, it's been great to have you here this weekend. I'm hoping you're having a good time and uh, I really appreciate you, you being here. Yeah, it was a blast. You know, uh, unfortunately every time I was getting ready to start an 18 XX, uh, Clef was busy. He, he just <laughs> said, Oh, Oh, I just jumped into a game. So maybe next year we'll, we'll get all time. Right. We will get him. Hey, so if people want to, uh, want to, uh, get in on 18 DSM, uh, how can they do that? Where can we see you on social media or, or those kinds of things? Well, yeah, you guys were sharing a lot of, uh, my information already. So just go to Punchboard paradise where, where they're sharing their information, or you can go to 18 DSM.com and check it out from there. Perfect. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you.